0: Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
1: Now, back to kickoff kick with Buller, Esiason, and Mike Valenti.
0: All right, so as promised, uh, we have got a ton of issues. That's why this league is so great. That's why we love football. The offseason has become... Just another version of the regular season. So with that, clearly the number one issue, Tom Brady uh, out of nowhere, alone on a beach, uh, retired. I guess, Boomer, are you surprised not only that he retired,
1: but are you surprised at the timeline, that it was this quick of a decision? You know, I I, I don't know what's going on in his personal life. I think we all think we know what's going on in his personal life, but I got to believe it's just been so taxing to get through all of the things that he's had to get through and... Do it in the middle of a season and still get his team to the playoffs, which is nothing short of a miracle. Um, from a, from a person who respects and appreciates him being the greatest of all time, I wish he would have played one more year. And I and I wished that, and I'm hoping still that Kyle Shanahan picks up the phone and says, "Tom, oh, come to San Francisco and win a Super Bowl." I mean, because that's all they're really missing. And uh, I just all I know is this. Uh, Every time I've interviewed him, every time I've covered him, he's always been straight with me. He's always been honest with me. He's always given me the the time and the effort that I would need as a as an analyst to talk about his team and talk about his game. Um, and I think he's always been a great ambassador for the game. I know there are fans out there that are not happy with him because of Deflate Gate and Spygate and all that other stuff. But you know what? At the end of the day, he played in 48 playoff games, which is essentially two and a half years of a career when you think about it. And he was 35 and 13 in those games. I don't think we'll ever see anybody remotely come close to those uh, numbers. But um, I was a little disappointed, but I understand that maybe he feels like he needs to be with his kids and he needs to get his uh, second career going, and uh, I wish him nothing but the best.
0: Yeah, also, too, Boomer alluding to it, he's got a uh, 10-year, $375 million deal awaiting when he decides to go to the booth. Um. So, all right. You brought up the Niners. Let I'll I'll shuffle the deck here. Niners. Kyle Shanahan came out says, "Hey, I don't see any scenario where Jimmy G returns." Okay, Purdy's going to be out at least six months with this UCL injury. We have no holy clue what Trey Lance is. Boomer, set the table for what that quarterback room looks like week one next year. What What do you think they're going to do?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I I think they got to bring somebody in. Um, on a short-term basis, and I'm not really even sure who that would be. Uh, The the thing that was really shocking to me was listening to Kyle Shanahan basically say that there was no scenario where Jimmy G returns and how emphatically he said it, which makes me think, why the hell would I want that guy on my team if he's a free agent? And if you're the Jets and you're thinking that Jimmy G is – a potential for your team, I, you would think no. that Rob Sala would take a key from the guy that he worked with and said, you know what, let's stay away from Jimmy G, which is shocking to me. And then, of course, they got to you know give Nick Bosa a contract, um, which is going to take up a big portion of this salary cap because he's going to get a I lot of he's money. I think $25 million a year, Boomer. I, I, I would think you're probably right around that number. And you know what? If you're a player and you're coming into the third or fourth year of your contract and you are playing the best at your position, a la Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Nick Bosa, uh, T. Higgins, this is the year that you want to be a free agent or signing a new contract because there's a lot of money to be had.
0: Well, and and again, for the Bosa thing, guys, I I didn't flippantly throw the number out, but like with whether you're a quarterback or if you're a very special defensive player, you're going to redefine what it costs to have that player on the roster. And for Bosa, look, we've seen Aaron Donald or DeForest Buckner come in at like 21.2, something like that. If you're Nick Bosa and his representation, you are going to the Niners and going, here's the deal. I'm the most complete defensive end in football. I can stop the run. I stop the pass, and I bring it every play. I I live right. I ain't bothering nobody off the field. You're going to pay me five at 125. And if you're not, well, somebody else will. And that's why. I mean, he, he's going to redefine what it costs to have an elite defensive
1: end. Yeah, you know. I mean, he, I think, he deserves it. Yeah, he, he does. A and I think Aaron Donald signed a three-year, $95 million contract extension, and he had, I think, an average salary of $31 million. So I'm telling you right now, Nick Bosa is going to be looking at that contract, and that's going to be his comp, by the way. And, you Ooh, know, uh, and that's going to be – it, so it may even be more than $25 million. I'm telling you, some of these numbers—defensive tackles, defensive ends, and quarterbacks—in in this cycle are going to get paid a ton of money. And good for them; they deserve it. I'm not uh, knocking any of this. I'm just saying this is the realities of it with, with a 225 million dollar salary cap for each of these teams. And remember, I think you know if you look at Aaron Donald, he's probably somewhere around 13 to 14 percent of the salary cap for the Rams. Sounds uh, ma- right. Maybe a little bit less than that. I think Nick Bosa is looking at that as well. So he's going to say, "Hey, I, w- I want to be 13 to 14 percent of the salary cap," which means it's going to be north of 30 million. Uh, go to the Broncos for a minute. It,
0: it, what I, I thought it was a wild process, but I guess it doesn't matter if you end up with the guy. Sean Payton is going to be the next coach of the Broncos. They're going to give up a 2023 first. They got that in the Bradley Chubb deal. They're giving up a 2024 second. Boomer, first of all, the process, a little weird, wanted your read on it. And then Peyton, the right guy for the gig, he was the number one guy out there. They got a quarterback they've got to fix. Uh, It seems
1: like they got the right man. I think so, too, even though supposedly, depending on who you're listening to, whether it be Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport – uh, D'Amico Ryans was going to be their guy. He, that's the guy that they yeah. really wanted. But I understand D'Amico wanting to go back to Houston where he played and he knows the city, knows the organization, knows he sees a lot of young players on that team, knows he's going to get a rookie quarterback at the top of the draft, uh, and he's going to get a lot more, you know, I think, control there because of what's going on in, in Denver and not wanting to have to deal with Russell Wilson. I mean, Russell Wilson and D'Amico Ryans basically played against each other. Right. So why you know why would D'Amico want that as his quarterback? He wants to start over, and I totally understand the decision that he made. And I think this is good for the Broncos for a number of reasons, and I think you and I have talked about these reasons. Number one, it gives them re- uh, relevancy once again at the head coaching position. So that means their fans, their sponsors, and anybody who supports the Broncos have got to be really, really happy. And number two, Dealing with Russell Wilson and nuancing this whole thing and dealing with all the crap that goes on with Russell Wilson, you know, Sean Payton's not going to be down with that. He's not going to be political. He's going to get in his face and he's going to say, this is the way we're doing it. Uh, The, the ownership has paid me to come in here and to straighten this out. And it's going to start with you. So I think he has the credibility to do that. Yeah.
0: And, and just on the, the portion you talked about with D'Amico Ryans, I, I'm not very nice to the Texans generally because I think they thrive in chaos. I, I thought that was a great hire. I think it's a great move. I think it gives them some credibility. they got to give the man time. I think they've been an embarrassment with what they've done the last two years with one-and-done coaches. But you have to remember, they, though, look, Mike,
1: you have, to, you have to remember, they a, had to get out from underneath the Deshaun Watson nonsense, the DeAndre Hopkins nonsense. They, they finally have come out from all of that. And now they're going to start fresh with a guy who played with uh, for them, who's very popular in their city, and I'm sure their fan base is elated that he's coming back to clean this whole thing up, or to actually Perfect finally, fit. yeah, finally Perfect getting a team that has been cleaned up and not to deal with all the other nonsense that the, the previous coaches have had to deal with.
0: Yeah, and he gives them some credibility. Too. I mean, he was their defensive captain for like a decade. Yeah, I mean, his nicknames Cap and Miko. So like, yeah, I believe me. I think it's one of the few things they've done right in a long time.
1: Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hello t e n d slash sale. And book your free consult today.
0: Let's go to the Packers. Reports saying there is a, quote, growing preference to move on from Aaron Rodgers. Even one-piece boomer. Do it, this is the most Packer thing of all. though. You know, crying poor. Financial woes. I don't know that I buy that, but... Are, are we comfortable saying Aaron Rodgers is not going to be a Packer week one, 2023?
1: Yeah, I think I think where there's smoke, there's fire. You know, the interesting thing is listening to Aaron react to all of this stuff that is out there because he's basically saying on his Pat McAfee podcast that, uh, you know, all of this talk about me and nobody's hearing from me and what I want. And I think that this contract is written so that he can be traded. And if the Jets want to go all in for him and he's willing to come to New York, uh, I think that that could happen. Uh, He could also end up going to Tennessee. I know he has a house down in uh, Nashville. I know he likes it down there. I'm sure he likes uh, Mike Vrabel. You know, the Jets hiring of Nathaniel Hackett's very interesting because obviously uh, he thinks the world of Nathaniel Hackett, so that also could be part and parcel of what's going on here. But – I don't, I don't, I I don't think he's going to be the quarterback of the Packers. I think he's going to end up with an AFC team. It could be Vegas, it could be the Jets, or it could be ten, uh, uh, Tennessee. And no,
0: no shot. I have to no shot going home. Niners
1: missing piece. I don't think they can afford him. I I don't. I think. I, I don't want to say no shot. Uh, the, the, the Niners would actually obviously have to give up assets to get him and then figure out a way to pay him and pay yeah. guys like Nick Bosa. They paid Debo Samuel last week, I mean last year. The other thing I would worry about just with Aaron is that if I'm going to go after him I need to know that he's going to give me at least two to three years, kind of like Tom Brady did with Tampa Bay. And the yeah. thing that I appreciate about Tom and going to Tampa, when he went there, he immersed himself immediately into the entire uh, organization. You know, got Derek Jeter's house down there, started practicing with the wide receivers, convinced Gronk to come with him, and really made Bruce Arians, uh, you know, into you know a Super Bowl winning coach uh, because of the way that Tom Brady carries himself. I just don't know if Aaron Rodgers does that as well. Cover both
0: sides of this for me. Cowboys, Chargers, McCarthy, they get rid of Kellen Moore. Now he's calling plays. I don't like that at all. And then Kellen Moore going to L.A. to be the guy to save Justin (laughs) Herbert. Talk talk to me both
1: ends of this little swap. Okay, so I like this for Justin Herbert because I think you got a younger guy and Kellen was a former quarterback. And, look, maybe his time came to an end with Dak and they just couldn't figure out a better way to get Dak Uh, unleashed, and maybe Mike McCarthy saved his own job by saying that I need to start calling the plays, and it's one of the reasons why they let Kellen Moore walk. But uh, I could see Kellen and Justin Herbert really developing a great relationship. So that may be a a good thing for Justin Herbert and a really good thing for Kellen Moore to get out from underneath the Cowboy stuff because if if things go south next year, they're going to get blown out of there anyway. McCarthy calling plays. Come on, yeah, I don't know really? why that why that's become such a big important thing. Unless, of course, Mike McCarthy said to Jerry Jones, "Look, I'm not calling the plays. I'm letting Kellen do his thing," and Jerry Jones says, "Okay, well, look, I want you now calling plays. This is why I brought you here. So this this is the way the Cowboys have decided to go, and it's all I think pressure from Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones to get more out of Mike McCarthy and hopefully get more out of Dak Prescott in these bigger games." All right, two
0: questions. we get got less than two minutes, so I'm going to fire these your way. Colts, is this entire process nothing more than a facade so they can hire Jeff Saturday? I don't think what so. What the hell are they doing?
1: I don't know, but again, you know, buyer beware or coach beware. Um, yeah. I, I just think that this is a, a franchise that obviously needs a quarterback, but I don't think it's a, a stable place for anybody to take over. And if they go with Jeff Saturday, that will tell you just how unstable it is. All right, and this one's for you. This is a belated
0: holiday gift. Did you see the quotes from your man, Urban Meyer? <laughs> I did. He was, this is uh, this is a softball right here for you. He was asked about the Jaguars' turnaround. And this guy's lack of self-awareness is remarkable. Quote, they have a lot of different players from when I was there. They did a really good job in free agency. Yeah, or they had an adult in the room, Urban. <laughs> <laughs> I just I thought of you immediately when I saw that, and your head just exploding
1: exactly. They had a real NFL coach with real NFL experience who's been in the league for twenty five or twenty years, however long Doug Peterson's been around, and he got the best out of a second year uh Trevor Lawrence. But I will agree with Urban that they did spend a lot of money. They spent about one hundred and seventy million dollars on free agents. And those players all came through, but they all came through and they all wanted to go there because of the new coach that they hired because Doug Peterson is a legitimate NFL guy. So I know Urban is going to say some weird things and it's going to come off wrong, but in, in actuality, it really came down to Doug Peterson getting the best out of everybody, including their young quarterback. And you can consider that Boomer's final
0: word hand-delivered by me. Next week, complete Super Bowl coverage. All that and more on Kickoff with Boomer and Valenti.
1: It's Kickoff kickoff with with Boomer and Valenti.